0: Welcome to the Chatham County Schools Notebook. I'm John McCann, Public Relations Coordinator for Chatham County Schools, where the first day of school is August 17th, which will launch with four weeks of at-home instruction. That's how we'll begin the school year. The Chatham County Board of Education will assess the situation with respect to COVID-19 and determine how the school year needs to proceed after those first four weeks. But for starters, we'll begin August 17th, With four weeks of at home instruction, or you may hear it referred to as remote learning, which obviously is greatly assisted by being able to get on the Internet at home. Of course, we realize that for some in our Chatham County Schools community, Internet access away from our campuses is very difficult to come by if they can get it at all. But listen to me do not for one second think that we as a school system are going to let that stop any of our young people from getting their schoolwork. No, no, no. Look, if we need to bring the schoolwork to a drop-off spot, bring the work to your house, hey, we we did that for some this past spring when school buildings had to close due to COVID-19. So whatever we have to do within our power, within reason to provide education, we are going to get creative and do it. Now, for others, accessing the Internet at home is possible. They just need some help getting that access. And again, as much as it's feasible, as much as it's within our power, we're here to make it happen. And the person positioned to get us plugged in is Emma Broughton. She's the executive director of digital teaching and learning for Chatham County Schools. Miss Broughton, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. So glad to be here.
0: So, Miss Broughton, when we talk about at home learning. All of our students don't have the internet, so fill in those gaps for us.
1: Absolutely. So we know that connectivity in Chatham County is a real need across the district. We are a rural county, and we know there are places throughout that don't have great access to internet, if any access to the internet. And it's been critical as we've moved into our at-home learning to try and figure out what are some solutions for that. Uh, in January of this year, we were able to join the One Million project that's a nationwide endeavor by Sprint to provide hotspots for students and so When March came along and we went into at-home learning, many of those high school students who had hotspots were set to use that for their at-home remote learning needs. That was initially intended only for high schoolers, but with the demand because of the coronavirus for at-home learning, The One Million Project has expanded their offerings to younger grades as well. So we're looking for the fall semester to be able to offer uh, and provide some hotspots across the district to students in the lower grades in addition to the high school. Uh, we have already acquired those hotspots. We have those in hand. So it's a matter of in the next few weeks as we roll into the school year, figuring out which students uh, would best be served by these devices. But we've also gotten some funding from the state that are specific to, that is specific to student devices for hotspots for MyFIS. And we are exploring with a couple of different vendors what our best option would be uh, as far as purchasing and distributing those across the district uh, based on uh, connectivity and access for our students.
0: When students get hotspots, are the hotspots theirs to keep?
1: They are able to keep the device as a Chatham um, County student. And then as they graduate out of the school district, uh, actually the One Million Project Sprint allows them to keep the device, uh, but the subscription for a continued use would be up to that individual. So right now, to, just to further expand on uh, kind of the question here, that is at no charge for the student, both for the device and for the subscription fees for the data plan.
0: Now, Miss Broughton, there are some inquiring minds out there who want to know how do I get my hands on one of these hotspots for my student?
1: So we will be working with each of our schools across the district to make sure that there are some devices available for students. We know it's at this point not going to meet everyone's needs, but we're going to do our best to try and distribute to those who are identified um, in the district uh, with the need that they have absolutely no Wi-Fi or uh, internet capabilities at home and make sure that we're prioritizing across the district for our students and teachers.
0: What is this talk about? bus hotspots
1: yeah so that's been in the news quite a bit um it it makes for a great hot headline that we are rolling out buses with hotspots and so we do have some funding that's come from the state related to that we should have that access uh, access to those funds shortly Um, and so we are currently investigating who our best vendor would be to purchase those devices to install into our buses um, that that roll across the district, and what type of subscription that might be, um, if it's Verizon or T-Mobile or Sprint or or another type of provider to provide um, good access for us.
0: All right, so if I'm hearing you correctly, Ms. Broughton, we get our hands on these hotspots. We have crossed the digital divide.
1: Well, I would say that hotspots are just a band aid. It's just a quick fix for us right now. It's not actually going to be a long term solution for us. Really, what needs to happen is we need some investment by our government into um, ensuring that internet access is part of the utility for every individual to have good quality access. Uh, we know so many of our students. We're not able to participate with great investment in the remote learning plan because of this tremendous barrier. If we don't have good cell coverage in a location, then our hotspots aren't going to be a fix for that location. And so it's really an uphill climb right now, Uh, but we're, we're trying to put our heads together, put the funding out there so we'll be able to provide some type of solution for some of our students and keep working to make up the difference in other places.
0: Mm-hmm. And before I let you go, Miss Braun, could you give folks an idea that this is not you going down the street to the dollar store to catch a good deal on a bunch of hot spots or, or walmart this is taking some this is work for you to, to investigate all this stuff
1: yeah it really is we have had a, a quite a few meetings with different vendors we've talked to um, a variety of different people who have done this work across the the state and in other places as well we're really listening and trying to get the best information we can to make decisions we, we feel that we have a responsibility both to the the budget but especially to our students for what has the greatest impact and help for them in their learning.
0: Everybody that's Emma Broughton, she's the executive director of digital teaching and learning for Chatham County Schools. Ms. Broughton, I appreciate your time.
1: Thanks so much, John.
0: And parents and guardians, we do not want you to miss out on information about hotspots and all things related to the upcoming school year. If you are not receiving our communications, please call or email the data manager at your student school for assistance.